Hey, Esti Hyam. Hi, Darren, Chris. Happy last episode. The the delayed. This is, this is so bittersweet. I feel like we've been putting this off because we don't want it to end. Maybe that's subconsciously what was happening. I've uh, I've noticed a lot of our folks who have who have been following us this whole time probably weren't too happy with us that we that we do. What what do we have to say for ourselves? What happened? How can we didn't? Do, what happened in the past two something weeks? A lot. A lot. Life kind of got in the way. It did. In a nice way. Life got in the way. Yes. But, all good things. But you know what's amazing is this podcast has been something of a snapshot of the the insanity of, of a global pandemic. How it was conceived in the vacuum of you know us not going out doing the usual things that we would do. The things that would usually keep us pretty occupied uh, is how this was started. And um things have changed since then. We're certainly not back to whatever sense of normalcy that was before, but things are definitely easing back to closer to that in a way that is uh, much, much bigger than it was when it started. I mean, just this last two weeks, I mean, I went back to, I saw some Broadway shows. I went to, I went to a movie theater. I mean, there are things that I didn't think was possible when we started this and some of those things that we were planning to do and the things that you, that got in the way for us were because we were, we were back to work. We were out there in the wild, right? Like you were, I you, know. were you were traveling, you were doing shows. I mean, it's, it's I played, pretty amazing. Yeah. I played a show, which was so much fun in DC. We headlined all things go festival, um, which was so much fun and like so needed for me. Like I was truly like not in a good place, like not in the best place right before we played the show. I was just feeling like really down and just like not really feeling myself. And then I played the show and I immediately just felt a billion times better. I think a lot of people have been feeling that way. And I, this may seem a bit cliche at this point because everybody talks about how crazy almost two years it's been and, uh, there's many reasons why, but something that I landed on was it doesn't matter if you're an artist, a dentist, you know, a, any, any, whatever you do in life, if you're at a certain point in your life, however old or experienced or, or, unex- or wherever you were at, you presumably, whatever identity we had pre-pandemic was an amalgam of the things that we did with our lives, personally or professionally. And, you know, you just, you get to a point where like, you're just starting to get good at that identity, that person, those things that are part of your, the things that make you, you and make you feel you for better or for worse. And then when you strip those things away for almost two years, there's this sort of ennui, this like malaise of like, who am I? What am I even doing? Because you haven't, you're a shell of that person because those things haven't been around. And for us, we talk about on the show, like, playing shows or doing gigs, but I don't think that's exclusive to, I mean, we talk about being artists on the show, but obviously for anybody of our our listeners, I'm sure everybody feels this way. And I've talked to so many people that are just like, I've just been in a really weird place and a really weird thing. And I think it's because the consistent thing is all of us didn't have whatever it was that kind of made us feel Good. Like people. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, so and as it slowly comes back, too. you go, oh yeah, that's right. Or, and then you realize you don't, then you, then you start to think about the things that you didn't even realize made you feel like a person. Like, oh yeah, I did enjoy doing that thing or seeing this person. That was, that was, that was, that was part of the equation all along. I know. It was up this 
past year and a half has been very revealing in many ways. And I, it really is like, you don't know what you've got till it's gone because not having touring and performing live. And I feel like I've said this like every episode on this podcast, but like, it really is the thing that like makes me feel like the most me and the thing that brings me the most joy. So in DC, I think there were like 12,000 people at our show. And so performing these songs that we haven't been able to perform live for almost two years and finally being able to and performing them in front of so many people and hearing, you know, people sing the songs back to us was a really, really magical, fun experience. And on top of that, my sisters and I played beer pong after the show we we've become like because of the pandemic we've like recently become like obsessed with beer pong like call me a frat boy uh welcome um, to the party beer pong is never not fun i know i, yeah, I like i, I never no need to played beer pong. That. no but you don't know like you know me darren like i like even in college like i didn't go like alana took me to my first college party like i didn't play beer pong in college Gotcha. I think beer pong has an unfair immediate association with like fratty uh, bro culture, but all I see is- Oh yeah, that's what I was alluding to. Yeah, exactly. And I go, I like drinking beer, not like drinking beer or nothing else. I mean, I enjoy (laughs) beer like a normal, healthy person. And I also like games. I'm a competitive person. And so if you put the two together, that sounds great. doesn't have to be in some dingy, weird- back room basement of a college part. Like you can play civilized beer pong. That's fun with your sisters. Well, that's, that's, that's fine. That's sure, awesome. But that wasn't, I mean, until the pandemic, I don't think any of us had really played beer pong maybe once or twice, but like, it was never something we were like, Oh, let's play beer pong. Well, if I'm doing the math here, there's three of you, one of me that makes two teams. Well, that's so that's the thing I'm because so prior to DC, I didn't like playing beer pong because Danielle would always win. Okay. Didn't like it. But did you win? Did you have a really good game? I finally fucking won beer pong. It's funny. First time in my life. When you win, you lose. First time in my life. (laughs) Oh yeah. Now I'm like, let's do it all the time. Right. Now I'm like, now I'm like, okay, I've got one. I've got one. I'm going to play beer pong. Any like anytime I hear the word beer, I'm like, does it involve solo cups and a little ping pong table? I've gotten very creative go. with it because sometimes because a lot of the times you know beer pong can be really gross just by given the nature of maybe not the best beer and then it's not very sanitary. It's certainly not COVID friendly, um, but there's definitely ways around it. Like we've done well, I, yeah. I, you give me your way because we we got around the sanitation thing. In a very, very clever way, I think. I mean, if it's just you and your sisters, I'm sure it's fine. I don't think anyone's going to judge you for for that. It's like, that's pretty insular. But just in general, even COVID aside, like it was not a very hygienic thing. Um, but I was going to say, it doesn't necessarily have to be that. Like, well, I've done it where we don't necessarily even put beer in the cups. It'll be like water. Mm-hmm. Simply, yep. simply to yep. play the game of just trying to get the ball in the cup, which is kind of the thrill of yep. it. And then you just drink your own drink like a civilized That's what we beer. did. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. what we did. You don't have to have the that's cup exactly go what we from did. the floor to the table no. to the beer. That's that's gross. No, no, yeah. we that is that is a hundred percent what we did. And the drinking rate is the same, really. If you're, yeah, if you're being honest I with know. yourself, yeah, nice. No, hundred percent. It was great. So we did that. And, and you can probably do it with nice beer as well. You don't have to have like 
shitty beer. I guess that's kind of part of the fun is having, you know. I think I think we had I think we just played with Bud Lights. That's all right. That's nice. That's that's classic. Yeah, I think that's what we did. I went but to school in Michigan, so see- it's like Natty Light and all these kind of like quote shitty beers that I'm I'm like kind of I don't of. even <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I have oh, no man. I am yeah, in this- no way, shape, or form a beer connoisseur. I my honestly, like I think I had a beer in high school and was like, not my journey. And not my then, journey, not your place. Yeah. Not my journey, not my place. And then it wasn't until like my late twenties that I started like, okay, I'll I'll be drinking beer. Well, it's so when- I haven't had that much like experience drinking beer. It's mostly been like I think I love it's a tequila. Like when I love tequila. Every version of alcohol, actually any version of anything, but I'll use alcohol of the example just because we're going on a delightful tangent about it. Uh there's like the really good version of everything that ever exists. Like there are shitty sneakers, then there are Italian made, handmade crafted sneakers. And you know, there's, there's yes. like different levels of each thing. Like, and I remember too when I was you know, the first time I started drinking and I was later as well in, in comparison to most like party young kids, I was very, I was like a good kid. And uh, yeah, like there's shitty tequila, shitty vodka. And then when you travel the world and you go to nice places and you realize that there's like the top shelf stuff or like stuff that wouldn't even be in the realm of going to a nice restaurant in the United States. Like you have to go to some special place in some part of the world where you can get the really good version of it where you go, oh, this is why people like it. I can get behind this. Exactly. You know, like I think I had my first nice beer when I was maybe like 20 two or something where like I had like a nice yeah. Belgian blonde. It was like, Oh, like beer. This, this, this yeah, is yeah, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is incredible. I mean, to be fair, I do love Bud Light. I love Corona, like Corona, like give me a Rona, like give me, can't say give that me a anymore. Bud Light. I know. And I also want to help Corona beer. Like, I feel like they will be just fine. Have, <laughs> I think they'll be I know, just but like, fine. It just, it feels like no, everyone like is very superstitious about it. And I think it's kind of funny, but also super crazy. But I have trying, I've been trying to do my part in keeping Corona beer alive. I feel I like the corona word beer. Corona, I haven't heard Corona in in a while. It's just, it's all about that COVID. And then the variant, it's COVID has taken no, the No, I hear people stage. say Corona. Really? I, I hear people say, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I yeah, do. I, guess I, I mean, I guess it depends on the way you think about it. But I, even when you said Corona, it took me a second to even associate the two because I, I already put it to Interesting. bed. Yeah. COVID, COVID, I know there's so COVID many, COVID there's world. so many different iterations of like the way that people talk about things. Like my friends call the pandemic, the pandemic. The pandemic Lovato. <laughs> Exactly. Like it's just, it's just, it's spawned. So, or like I have a friend that calls it the Panera bread. <laughs> the Panera it wasn't for the stamp Panera. <laughs> the Panera, this goddamn Panera bread. But yeah, I mean, I no I understand. I mean, either Demi Lovato. No disrespect for any any of any of those things. No. Um. But yeah, I think that now it's kind of become like we have to like now that we are coming out of it, as you said, or hopefully coming out of it. I think that. We a, are. people are just like, are, yeah, I think people are just There's like a new so normal, ready to but go it is, yeah, it's not going to go away. Normal. But yeah. Yeah. I think people are just so ready to go back to like fully normal. God, man, I like, I really, I mean, when I was in New York, it felt that was kind of the closest. So after we did DC, we went to New York. That was kind of the closest thing that I felt to normalcy was being in New York. We need to tell our listeners, so we're guilty of something, guys. 
We were together in New York in the past. Of, we've been talking about how great it would be if we saw New. If we were in New York together, and we can't wait to see a show together. It's funny how th- talk about you don't know what you got until 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 it's, till, till it's I gone. Know. This was right in front of us. We were in New York, and we're like, you know what? For the last episode, let's record together in New York, and just like the normal times. You know, I went to do one thing. Esty went to do another thing. We were like, I don't know. I'm kind of tired. You want to do some other time? <laughs> I was like, should we admit this to our listeners that we could have done it? And and we didn't uh, because we were, I think, just excited. We were just to doing other shit. Yeah. yeah, I was just, I listen, but I did see you. Oh, yeah, yeah. We had a great time. We went to go see a nice little show. My wife played a show. That was we a lot saw, of fun. We yes, we saw Mia killing it on the base. That was fun. That was so nice of you to come. That was great to go to a show together. That was that was beautiful. Oh you man, know, we just wanted to enjoy I that. Ha- yeah, and I hadn't been to the Mercury Lounge in like a minute, so it felt good to go back there and see a show. And you and got then, to see some friends and party a little bit, and I got to exactly. see a show. Yeah, it's it was all exactly it all was on. If we're being selfish but honest, like that's really the things that we were there to be. We were like, we can't just be in a room and be on our microphones right now. We got to be out there no. in the big bad world. Take yeah, a bite of that I apple. To, and honestly, the, like the true excuse for me wanting to do this podcast was just so I can talk to you. Yeah. And we just would. so I have, right. I have like an excuse to like talk to my friend Darren every week. That's not, not entirely necess- true. I appreciate that, but you have a lot of fun things to say and we wanted to capture those. Moments. No, but yeah, but like, it, but it wasn't even necessarily at the time when we kind of like hatched, you know, this podcast plan, it was never like for us to hang. Cause that wasn't really possible. It was more just right. like for us to like talk to each other and just well, to like recap so- our weeks and what we're thinking about. And and something that's amazing, even though we were talking again, if this whole podcast is a snapshot of where we're at societally, uh, at least, well, I mean, maybe that's too grand of a, a category, but the snapshot of where we were at within our own uh, unique situations. Um, it's funny that with this entire 20 episode podcast season, we did over Zoom. And you and I are in the same city right now. We're both in Los Angeles and we were talking about doing one together. But then the technical problem arose of, wait, would I just sit in another room? How would we isolate (laughs) our sound? And then I realized it actually is more convenient to do over, like even if we were in the same room, I would have to somehow isolate our two things or just have, we'd have to have different microphones to kind of make that easier for us to put the episode together. And then I realized like, as far as the new normal is concerned with uh, post or, or, you know, not post pandemic, but you know, we, we, I could say post because it, 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 it changed the way we looked at the world. Right. So it's not done, but yes. at least we're still thinking about still, things. Yes. Differently. We're still in it. Yes. But in a pandemic thinking world, something that I really realized is the value of these things of zooms of, of internet calls. Um, Cause even though you're like 15 minutes away from me in a car, like here we are talking and it's just as, as good. Like, I mean, sure. I'd love to see you in person, but there is a lot of things that I'm now going, Oh yeah. Like this is totally, I saved, I saved myself parking, driving, a drive, a drive. It's like maximum efficiency. So while there is zoom gloom and people are really, uh, uh, getting tired of it there, it's not without its silver linings for sure. And there's a lot of I things agree. about workflow that, um, 
is I think hopefully will be for the better after all this. But because um, I know a lot of people, especially our listeners, so. are probably sick of these meetings where they have to do it. But for something like this, this is awesome. This is great. And the amount great. of guests that we got to have at all corners of the world. I know. We're so lucky. So We're so lucky. lucky that we have so many cool, like, rad people that wanted to be on our, our podcast. And any favorites, so Esty? Any, any memories if this is our last episode of the season? Any moments that stand out to you? You know... You don't say people, just lines hard. or stories or anything. Oh, okay. Because that's the thing. Like, it would be Sophie's choice yeah, don't choose for me people. to pick I'm a just favorite. saying any moments in particular that stand out. I've got a few. You know, I think... I think just being able to reconnect with Evan, Rachel Wood. Yeah, that was cool. I liked watching that. That was that was enjoying. I was enjoying seeing She's, your guys' journeys reigniting yeah. before your very eyes. Just just re, like talking about like being kids in the valley and running around together and and like talking about music with her and you know, and I, there's a lot of that shit that I forget. I Until forget you're there that we, talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. We, Oh man, we, we used to get into so much crazy shit and I, it totally like until, until speaking with her, I had totally forgotten. Yeah, and like all these memories kind of been dormant. Yeah. yeah. But the memories kind of started, you know, flooding back. And yeah, so that was, you know. Thank God for other really people, great. man. Otherwise, you, you, the only version of yourself that you can remember is your own, which is twisted in itself. So it's like, if you have other people to I tell know. you stuff, you're like, thank God. Um, I know. What I've, about you? I've been enjoying learning stuff about, I mean, we both continue to learn stuff about each other via this podcast. And uh, I, I liked, I remember when we were t- I was so excited to talk to Fred Armisen and I loved hearing you guys talk about um, drums and rhythm and like Brazilian rhythms and, names and concepts that I wasn't familiar with. And it just, you know, politely reminded me again, your sort of encyclopedic knowledge of, of music and music, interest in oh, musicology man. and stuff that I think was really cool. So that was fun. I, there's, there's a line that I think the MVP line for me was, and she said that she got it from somebody else, but Carly Ray Jepsen said the line about, um, that moment when you're playing music. Oh, the ice, the, the ice. ice, when the ice shifts in the whiskey glass or something like that where it's like you have such rapt attention from an audience that it's the moment where the whis- the ice crackles in the in the whiskey glass. It was something like that. She yeah. said it so beautifully, but I just the poet in me really loved that visual. Image. That image was yeah. really and, and it was articulated so beautifully. I loved that. Um She's Ryan fucking T- cool. Yeah, she's cool as hell. I mean, a lot of amazing people who I really, I've never gotten a chance to speak with until, you know, you want to see this podcast with me. I got to talk to Thundercat and Maya Rudolph. I know. That was really special. I didn't realize that you'd never met Josh Groban. That was so nice to hear no. you wax poetic to him. And my locks alum. Yeah. I was, I was like so with, with Josh, you know, me, I, I'm pretty, I'm a pretty emo person, but I'm able to like contain the emo tendencies usually. But for some reason, that day I talked to Josh Groban, I fully let my emo flag fly. That was so nice though. I can't remember if we were recording or not, if that was on or off the podcast, but I remember you got quite emotional and it was, it was beautiful because that is, yeah. I mean, in the way that people who, if you were listening to this, you guys are fans of stuff in the way that we're fan, we're the same kind of fans. And so we have very, emotional responses and relationships to a lot of stuff. 
And uh, I think people think that if you're on the other side of that, I guess, entertainment table, like they forget that you got there because you were a big, big fan. So we're, yeah. I guess we're just not impervious to being starstruck. That's for goddamn sure. No, 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 no. And I think that it's also, I think it's just something that one of the things we do is we fan out. Yeah, we really do. And That's kind of why I wanted to do this, you know, get a little closer exactly. to the people that we admire. Same. I mean, like, and also there's a lot of people like uh, Ryan Tedder, who's like a buddy and I enjoy, you know, I, I know him through parties and stuff, but getting to have an audience with him and really just ask him like artistic questions was really exciting because this is stuff that like I would love to ask him, but at a party, it's like, we're not talking about that. We're talking about life stuff and, you know, right. having, having a laugh, which is great. But, you know, in, in inside, I'm like, oh man, I really want to ask about this and how he did this. And God, that story he told about the hotline, the universal hotline that he called and got all the way to the so head of cool. HR. Like amazing stuff like that, that I just, I don't know if I would have ever gotten out of him if we were just like at a cocktail party. So no. No. I hope if you're listening and to this, would, you can go listen to these episodes if you don't know what we're talking about. Listen to these amazing guests that we've had um, because I, we definitely learned a lot. I think these episodes will be up for a while. I think that, man, I'm like, I'm sad this is our last episode. We've done so much cool shit, Darren. Yeah, we've, and hey, we won an award. We won an award. We got best music Best music podcast at the is it Discover the Discover Podcast Awards? I don't even know. This was brought to my attention, and I wasn't even aware that it was a thing. I wasn't aware that we were. I know I didn't even know we were nominated. Well, Shows, thank you. Do people vote for that, or was that arbitrated by some I, higher power? I, or? I don't. You know what? And I don't even care. I yeah, like, we'll take I, it. I'm thank like you. So stoked. I'm so stoked. Like, thank you to whoever, if you voted. Thank you to whoever, if you did, uh, if you're listening, if you have anything to do with it. I mean, clearly somebody who, who listens to this made that happen. So if you're that person or you're part of that body of people. We thank you. Thank you. That's very kind. I'm I'm glad. Did you say music podcast? Yeah. That was the category we won was music podcast. Wow. Well, we do talk a lot about music, so that isn't totally. We do talk a lot about music. Untrue. I've had the best time doing this so with have I. you. It's been a lot of fun, and I think that I mean, because Darren, you're going to New York to do a play. I think I'm allowed to say that, yes, right? Yes, I am. Of course, no, it's there. I'll be in New York all of basically not all of, but for the majority of next year. So I'll be right there, parked at the so I'm, Circle and Square I'm Theater. Gonna- I'm going to come see you in this play. Oh, I can't wait. And then so we're going to see an, we're going to see another show. We can see a show together finally. We're going to do it. Maybe, depending on what my schedule is. It would have to be a show that I am not uh not during my schedule, which is one of the great ironies of when you're in a show, you can't, you see, can't see other shows show. unless you have an no. odd schedule, which I I wish they would do. I'm not in control of that, but I wish we had like a night off where I could just go see Well, some. if it's possible or we see yes, a matinee. We'll see. That's the thing. I will be doing a matinee when you would do a matinee. That's how it God works. God damn it. That's okay. how it works. We'll figure it out. We'll it's like playing it a festival. Out. You can't see the band that's playing when you're playing, you know? Oh, but I, yes, we'll figure it out. What you'll need to do is you'll have to come out when I'm in rehearsals. Because when I'm in rehearsals for a Broadway show, I'm because I'll be in rehearsal from like 10 to like f- like five every day. And I see a show every single night because I know as soon as I open, Game over. You're done, so I can't see anything else. Okay. So I see everything. Like literally every night is stacked. 
Um, so okay, well, I'll, I'm we'll going to weasel my way into your plans. Shall we? Are do you have any holiday plans or anything? Just before, I, I'm not sure. People are, you know, because I, I maybe it's because I have the holiday, holiday album out, so I'm sort of in holiday thinking mode. No, you know, the holiday, the the big holiday happening is licorice pizza comes out on Christmas. Oh my God. That's awesome. I, I can't wait. Yeah. I know. I'm really excited. I'm really excited for everyone to see it. I've seen it a few times now. You Oh, you really I, have. I've seen it. I can't oh give you any my, spoilers. Please I don't. wish I, I could. I saw the new Wes Anderson. I saw Dune. I saw, uh, I saw last night in Soho. These are three like Denis uh, Lenov, uh, uh, Wes Anderson, and then uh, Edgar Wright, three like great filmmakers. And, and of course the esteemed PT Anderson. Yeah. And when he, when he puts out a movie, like all of the cinephiles crawl out of the woodwork. Well, listen, I, I'm by proxy. It's really Alana. Alana is the, Alana is the lead in the movie. She's incredible in it. She's. The trailer looks great. If you guys haven't seen it, go check out the licorice pizza. Yeah. I'm basically just going to be riding Alana's coattails. I'm going to be riding her coattails. Who was a guest on our show? Yes. Alana. I mean, you know, Alana, she's the fucking best. You know, I'm I'm really lucky. I'm really lucky that I have a sister like Alana and Danielle. They really balance each other out. I think that like Alana is like the middle of the seesaw that Uh kind of, you know, balances. Yes. Between me and Danielle. That's so nice. Um, but so that, so I'm that's so Christmas. excited for so everyone to see it. That's that'll be Christmas. a hell of a Christmas day. Yes. And then um, that's kind of, you know, I'm just going to be following around Paul Thomas Anderson and Alana, you know, whenever there's a screening or a Q&A or anything until it comes oh. out. I am going to be there with bells on. I'm yeah. so excited. It's such an incredible movie. Um. So, so yeah. put that in your calendars, everybody. I'm just trying to see if we can fire off any, any thingies before we go. You know, I got that holiday album out. I think there's like a, I mean, listen. And it's I, so good, Darren. It's thank so you very much. good. That's kind of you to listen. I know it's a little early to listen to that stuff, but because this is our dropping off point until we hopefully see you guys season two, if that can happen, we're putting that out yes. there. We don't, we don't, we're not in putting control of that. Putting it out there. Um, <laughs> But those are the things that, I mean, listen, just, I'm sure if you guys know our podcast, you can figure out, you know, whenever, anytime I or Esty have a show. Um, I'm, by the way, I'm just pulling it right before we go. Uh, the at that thing I do pod, at least on Twitter. And I'm just, I looked at a random thing and Megan Car, uh, Megan Carlisle said, I know you guys talk about this a lot, but, and by <laughs> us, I think I probably talk about it way too much. I know you guys talk about this a lot, but I, for one, truly don't mind when it's just the two of you, no guest. I love the episodes with the guests too, but you all still have great discussions either way. In short, guests or no guest is okay. So thank you for exonerating me, Megan Carlisle, because I do get self-conscious when it's just the two of us, but it sounds like <laughs> we're, we're doing just okay, Esty. So uh, I think it's a <laughs> we're fine doing way fine. to end it. We're doing all right. We're doing okay. Well, this has been the most fun. This has been like the highlight of- my year of a very strange um, year. Yes. Strange but, year. But there have been lovely things. And yes, I think I would say the same thing. You're definitely part of that. And all of you listening have been uh, a huge part of that. Thanks for humoring us. I hope, uh, 
you, you've learned some funny things. Hope we made you laugh at the very least. Because at the end of the day, I think SNR are just chasing just that good old wisecrack. So if that brightened yeah. up your days during some dark times, then I think we will have done our jobs. Um, all I can say is thank you, um, Esty. Thank you, Thank you listening. guys for listening. Darren, I love you. I, I love, love you, everyone SD. listening. And stay tuned for what's next. We love you all. Bye, guys. That Thing I Do is a presentation of Cadence 13 Studios. If you like the show, which I know you do, please be sure to like us, follow us, and leave a glowing review. Thank you for listening to our show. We'll see you next time. Bye.